Welcome to the Revel This Podcast. I'm Rhonda, and I am so happy that you're here. So what does it mean to revel something? Well, definition says it means to take great pleasure in. Not just pleased or even excited, but overwhelmed by joy over something. And that's what I hope you get out of each and every episode as we discuss all things pertaining to faith, that you would begin to be overwhelmed with excitement and joy about the things of God. So here we go. Let's revel this together. So as we approach the end of the year, you know how those top lists come out? You know, top this, top that, favorite song, favorite movie. Well, what was interesting is the other day I came across this article that said one of the top questions that Christians Googled in 2023 was how to hear from God. I think that is a common question that we're all fascinated with. And if you're someone who maybe has struggled with that in the past, where you think, okay, how do I know that I'm actually hearing the voice of God versus my voice versus even worse, maybe Satan's voice? I want to help dissect this question a little bit today and maybe make it a little easier for you to recognize how exactly to go about hearing from God and hearing his voice when you are seeking an answer to a problem, to a question, or maybe direction in your life. I think we've all been there, but I've also been there where I've struggled to hear God's voice. And sometimes I'll even question God's voice. If I think that I've heard him tell me something, I'll question it and wonder if that's really God speaking to me. So let's take a look at this topic a little bit. And I think it's important to kind of dig into the first part of this, which is, do you actually believe that you can hear God's voice? Now, in certain circles of the church today, there are debates on this topic. Some people say, well, I think God only spoke to the prophets of the days of old, and I don't think he speaks still the same way that he used to speak to people. And then there's other people that say, oh no, I have definitely experienced the voice of God and I know that he speaks today. Well, I am definitely someone of the latter camp who has heard the voice of the Lord and definitely can vouch that God still does speak today. So if you've been even questioning that question, uh, not only is that something that I've experienced, but it's also biblical. There are so many verses, and you can do a quick Google search on this question later. What are the verses in the Bible that talk about God speaking to his people? And you will find dozens and dozens of verses in both Old Testament and New Testament. Here's just a few of those verses. Isaiah 30, 21 says, And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. I love that Jesus reminds us in John 16, 13, when he says, The spirit of truth will come and it will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. I love that Jesus reaffirms that to us, that there will be a voice and it'll speak and it'll let you know what you are to do and things that are to come. So yes, God is still working in people's lives. He's still speaking to people. He's still prophesizing to people. So how do you hear him? Well, I do want to mention that hearing from God and hearing him speak is not just for the spiritual elite. If you're a new Christian and you're someone that's going, I don't know what she's talking about, what you actually hear audibly from the Lord. Well, 
most of the time, I think the way that God speaks is not the way we see it in Hollywood. It's not from some loud bursting cloud and some audible voice in a fire. In fact, it's usually something that is very quiet and very specific to your spirit. When you read about Elijah in the Bible, it says that he he was seeking to hear from God and he was waiting to hear from God. He didn't hear from God in the wind. He didn't hear from God in, in an earthquake. He didn't hear from him in the fire, but he heard a small, quiet whisper from God. And that was something that spoke to his spirit. And he knew that it was the Lord because it was so still and so quiet and so specific And I think a lot of times that is the way that God speaks to us. So if you're seeking to hear from the Lord, one of the first things that I'll say is, I think you have to first check your heart. God is very into speaking to his people, but you have to be willing to listen. Now, what I mean by that is not just asking God to answer you in prayer or asking God to tell you which way to go and just expecting him to speak automatically to you. I think a lot of times God wants us to check our hearts and say, okay, am I really wanting to hear God's answer on this? Or am I just hoping that God is going to affirm what I already hope to be true or, or the answer that I want to hear? And I've definitely been there in my life where I was praying about something difficult and it was one of those, oh, I don't really know that I want to hear what God has to say about this, but I know I probably should pray about it. So let me just throw the prayer out there and hopefully, you know, I'll kind of read through my Bible and look for verses that are going to affirm what I'm hoping he's going to say. That is the wrong heart attitude to go at it if you're looking to really hear from the Lord. So the first step is I would say, just get really still and really quiet and really surrender your heart, your mind, your thoughts, and your will over to God. Ask God to show up and say, listen, here's what I really want you to say, God, and I'm not going to try to shy away from that, but I know your plan is greater than mine, so help my heart to hear what you have to say in this matter. Help my heart to recognize your voice over my voice, over the voice of the world and, and friends and family or whatever influences are coming into my life right now that might distract me from hearing your voice and help me to know it's your voice when you speak at God. And I will wait quietly and patiently until that I know that I know that it is your voice speaking. The second most important thing that you can do if you're looking to hear from God is pray. But here's the thing, if you're going to take time to pray and actually seek to hear what God has to say, you got to let room for him to speak. I don't know about you, but sometimes I recognize that my prayer time with God is a bunch of me talking, me requesting, me asking, me crying out to God, and then kind of doing one of those, okay, thank you, amen, (laughs) walking away from the conversation. And I never left any room for God to speak. If you're honest with yourself, ask yourself, how much time do I actually give to listening to God when I pray? Let me give you an example. Do you ever have lunch with someone and they want to discuss something with you that maybe they're struggling about or, you know, that they're having an issue with and they do all of the talking the entire lunch. And by the time you're done with lunch, they've already come up with a solution to the problem, but you've said nothing. Has that ever happened to you? Okay. Maybe just me, but it has definitely happened to me. And I walked away going, okay, what was that? (laughs) Was that a discussion or was that a monologue? If we're just monologuing to God and we're never giving him room to speak, 
Yeah, we're that person at the lunch who has just basically talked through our entire problem, come up with the solution ourselves, and never really gave room for the other person to put input or give advice or even offer an ounce of, of wisdom. That's a lot of times how we miss hearing God's voice. I think he's willing to speak if we're willing to sit and listen. And I know in prayer, sometimes just being quiet and meditating is probably the hardest thing to do. I mean, it really takes a lot of skill to get your brain to the point where you shut up and you literally just quiet your spirit and say, okay, God, I'm listening. I'm ready to hear what you have to say. But I promise you, the better you get at slowing down and taking time to just sit in God's presence and listen he'll begin to speak to you. It may not be all at once. It may not be the first time you do it, but showing up on a consistent basis, asking God, I'm going to sit here and just listen to what you have to say. That act of surrender, God can work with that. You'll begin to recognize his voice more and more as he begins to speak to you quietly. It'll always be clear. It'll always direct you in a specific path. It'll never go against his word. The third primary way to hear from God is through His Word. You ever hear someone talk about the Bible, the Word of God being active and alive? I can definitely attest to that, that there have been times where literally verses have jumped off of the pages and hit my heart in such a way that it's hard to describe unless you've had that happen to you. But I will tell you, He definitely speaks through His Word, and He will confirm things through His Word. One note of caution, though, I will say don't do what I used to do when I first became a Christian, which is is sort of the Russian roulette with your Bible, where you flip it open to a certain page and go, whatever verse I fall upon, that is what God's speaking to me. That is not ideally how God wants to speak to you through his word. God's a lot more classy than that. It's kind of like eating a fine steak in a restaurant. He wants you to sit down. (laughs) He wants you to be prepared. He wants you to take your time, like you would cut a steak open and sort of enjoy enjoy what you're experiencing. When you're reading the Bible, a lot of times he's going to speak to you in a way that you didn't expect it through verses that you may have read a hundred times before. And suddenly they're going to speak to you in a different way. I don't know if that's ever happened to you before, but you know, the moment when you're going through your Bible and maybe it's something you've already highlighted or wrote something down next to. And then suddenly that verse takes on a whole new meaning because it's specific to what you're praying about that day. That is how the word is active and alive. The other most interesting thing about that, I will tell you, is sometimes if you don't know where to start, you know you want to get a fresh word from the Lord and you're trying to look in your Bible like, okay, I don't know. Should I start in the Old Testament? Should I start in the New Testament? Do I read Psalms? Great place to start is, yeah, you could jump to Psalms. You could go to Proverbs, which is the book of wisdom, or you could just land where you land. Recently, that happened to me. There was something I was praying about, and I happened to be reading 1 Samuel. That's an Old Testament book with some little bit of strange stories thrown in the mix. And the book is mostly about David. But it was so interesting how there were things in that book that were jumping off the pages at me, ancient things that have nothing to do necessarily with Rhonda's life in 2023. But it was speaking to me. It was speaking to me big time, giving me direction in the oddest of ways to encourage me in something that I was struggling with. The word is active and alive. And when that happens to you, it makes you want to read it even more. Okay, so the third way that you can hear from God is through other people. It is the most interesting thing when you have someone who doesn't know you at all, doesn't know what you're praying about, doesn't even know that you're a praying person, 
and they come up to you and just give you a word. Maybe it's a word of encouragement about something you've been praying on. Maybe it's just a word of direction, or maybe mention something in their life that has to do with exactly what you needed to hear. It's odd when it happens, but you definitely recognize when it does. True story. Before I started this podcast, I I was feeling really anxious about it, insecure about speaking again. I'd come from a speaking background, public speaking, radio, television, but hadn't really done something organically like this in a long time. A lot of the stuff that I've done recently was more scripted stuff, which is easy. I'm like, yeah, I can read a script. That's fine. I can read a teleprompter, but actually having to speak on something and come up with the content and be genuine about it. I don't know that I really felt like I was up for it, but not only that, I never really thought of myself as someone that would teach anybody anything. I don't really know that that's ever been my gift. So one morning I was praying, God, you know, if this is really what you're tugging at my heart to do, if you're encouraging me to go forward with this podcast, which I really felt like God was, I just need a word of encouragement. Not only was my devotional that morning about Moses being afraid to do what God asked him to do and go to speak to Pharaoh and God telling him, listen, it's not going to be your words. It'll be my words. You're just a vessel. I'm going to work through you to accomplish what I want to accomplish. That was my morning verse. But ah, I was still like, God, just mm, can you confirm that again? (laughs) And I went to church that day by myself. And so I happened to be sitting in church by myself that week. And suddenly the pastor opens up the prayer to, hey, everybody turn to your right and you're going to pray with the people next to you. When I went to join this nice, sweet couple and asked them, oh, you know, can I pray with you? The guy looks at me and goes, yeah, why don't you pray for us? What? Now, I've prayed many times with people and even strangers, but I don't know why that day I was totally stuck on. I just don't think I, I can even speak about you, God. And now I'm being asked to lead people in a prayer that I don't know. But as I began to pray, I really felt like God just started giving me the words. Like things were coming out of my mouth that I'm like, that's not even how I talk. And things coming to my mind of what to pray over. I mean, we were praying for lots of things, the community, our country, uh, things that were going on in the Middle East. And suddenly I found myself just praying this pretty dramatic prayer. And afterwards, the guy looked at me and said, that was beautiful. But wait, it gets better. At the end of this church service, I'm singing, my eyes are closed. I'm not even paying attention to the fact that this man is trying to get out of the row, but he's grabbing my hand to look at me again and tell me in so many words, you have a gift of speaking. Look, if I could have fallen down in the row in my church and bawled my eyes out, I would have. (laughs) It was exactly the odd confirmation that I needed from a stranger, a person who doesn't know me, didn't know what my morning looked like, didn't know the fear that I was feeling about speaking. And for this man to look at me over a last minute prayer that I prayed with him and his wife and say that to me, I knew God was using a person to encourage me. Another way could be through circumstances. If you're praying about something specific, okay, God, I need to know whether to go right or go left. Allow room for God to orchestrate the circumstances. A lot of times God will push you in the direction that he wants you to go or pull you back from a direction that he wants you to go. If you're applying for the job, you're praying whether the job is right for you or not, but you don't get the job, the job wasn't right for you. And that was your answer. Finally, probably the most oddest way that you might have the opportunity to hear from God is through dreams and visions. 
Now, I know just by saying that, that scares a lot of people. It, it kind of freaked me out when somebody mentioned that to me years ago. I'm like, what are you talking about? You hear from God in dreams. But I remember secretly being a little jealous. Oh, wow. Like God actually speaks to you through your dreams. But how do you know? Well, it wasn't until years later, I was praying about something very specific And the way that I was realistically praying about it was, God, can you fix this? (laughs) Can you, can you tell me if there's something you want me to do? But ultimately, like, I need help with this and asking God if he would mend a certain situation. And I remember that morning coming across this verse in my Bible. It was Isaiah 43, 18 through 19, which says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. And when I saw that verse, it spoke to me that, hey, hey, this thing that you're praying about and that you're ruminating over and that you're worried about, I'm actually asking you to forget it. We're moving on from that. Actually, I'm going to be doing something completely different and completely new. Do you not perceive it? Well, wait for it. It's going to happen. I'm going to make a different way for you to go. And when I saw that verse... Honestly, I wasn't prepared for that. I don't know that I really wanted to hear that answer from God. I was struggling with it. And so I remember praying, God, I really need you to confirm this if this is really what you're saying, because it's not at all what I was expecting to hear. And if it is what you're saying, can you show me that in another way, in a dramatic way, a way that I'm not going to miss it? That night I went to bed and I had never had this happen to me like this before, but I woke up in the middle of the night in a... (gasps) sitting straight up in my bed because I had had a dream. And in the dream, it was super weird. Somebody handed me, uh, it looked like sort of like a scroll. It was a piece of paper rolled up basically. And when I started unrolling the paper at the top of the paper, it said from God, which I laugh about that now because I think God's like, yeah, I'm going to make sure you know this is from me. I'm going to put from God at the top of the paper. So from God. And then as I went down and read, okay, what does this say? It literally said that verse, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the waste. (gasps) I sat up. And I was shaking. It was one of those moments where I kind of shook my head like, did that just happen? What was that? But again, I knew that I knew that I knew. Somehow my spirit connected to the fact that that was the spirit of God speaking to me through a dream. Not only was he speaking to confirm something to me in a dramatic way, exactly as I had prayed. But he also answered a prayer from years ago. Again, remember when I said I was a little bit envious that God would speak to somebody in dreams and thought, why am I not hearing you speak to me in dreams? He did. Now, I haven't had God speak to me in a dream since. So I'm not saying that this is a very common way that he speaks. I'm also not saying it's something that you should seek first. In other words, I wouldn't start off if you're trying to hear from God by asking him, hey, could you speak to me in a dream? That would be really great. So I don't have to spend a lot of time in prayer or reading the word or looking for ways to hear from you. (laughs) I don't think that's going to answer you that way. But what I will say is be open to that. Most of the time, your dreams are going to be just your natural brain going through thought processes as you sleep. So you always want to make sure to have discernment if that was really God speaking. So if he does speak to you in a dream, I think a lot of times it'll come as a confirmation of something he already spoke or said to you or showed you, or if he speaks to you in a dream, in order for you to know that that was what he's speaking to you, a lot of times he will confirm it on the other end. 
through the word, through somebody else saying something to you. And it'll never go against what his word says. It'll always be in line with God's character. But it may surprise you. It might be something you're not expecting to hear. Examples of God speaking to people in dreams in the Bible? Well, one of the best examples is if you think about the three wise men, how did they know to not go back to Herod after they delivered their gifts? God spoke to them in a dream. Do a quick search. How many times and ways has God spoken to people in dreams in the Bible? It's pretty fascinating when you read the stories and the ways that he's instructed people. So don't think that he wouldn't choose to speak to you that way. So those are all the main ways that God can speak to you and how to hear from God. So if you're praying on something right now and you're struggling to hear from God, go through these channels. Start with believing you can hear from him. Take time in prayer to listen to God. Take time to read your Bible and take your time with it. Look for God to use people in your life to speak to you or to speak into your situation. Allow room for him to move the circumstances. And if he chooses to speak to you ever in a dream or a vision, allow him to confirm it to you. Well, that's it for today, but I am super interested to know if there's something God has spoken to you recently, or maybe how you're hearing from God, you can always DM me at Revel This Podcast on Instagram. And don't forget to share this episode with someone you know who might need to hear it. And if you like this podcast, help other people find it by liking and subscribing. New episode will be out next Tuesday. But until then, continue to revel in the things of God. And I look forward to joining you again. See you next week.